Welcome to Funeral Potatoes for the Singles Ward. Tune in to today's taboo topic with Kaylee and Tracy. Let's see though, if I do lay like this, how well you project? How well can we hear my voice? Mm-hmm. This is the question. Serious questions here. Okay. I'll listen to it later. It's fine. I don't need to listen to it right now. I'm just <laughs> no continuing on. No. Okay. We'll discover later. <laughs> if the people are like, why is it like randomly echoey? That's because Tracy was like half laying on a couch. Definitely not. While looking. definitely not being mm-hmm. professional whatsoever. <laughs> That's okay. No one's here to watch us. That is true. So. That's why I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm in a dress. But you thought <laughs> for a minute there. You thought for a second. Almost got that. <laughs> Goodness. Anyways, so what are we talking about today, Kaylee? Today we're talking about the coronavirus. Yay! Yay! We'll talk how <laughs> we had it, we survived it, we overcame it, and yeah. we fixed everything. <laughs> No, that's a lie. <laughs> neither of us have it, and no. neither of us understands it nearly enough to do anything about it. No. Except for washing our hands. Yeah. Wash your hands, peeps. Sing a song while what, you're washing your hands. It's a are game you changer. Singing? I'm alternating a couple songs. I switch it up. So oh, that's good. For most of the fresh. week, yeah. For most <laughs> of the week while I was at work, I was singing "Truth Hurts" by Lizzo. It helps. Yes, helps me do it longer. Um, nice. "Africa" by Toto. Yes. "Landslide" mm-hmm. by oh. Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. And I think I sang the chorus to "Bye Bye Bye." Also, I think that was just <laughs> about twenty seconds. Solid. Yeah, that's good. So. I can never remember a song in the nick of time, so I just count if I remember. (laughs) (laughs) And then if I don't remember, I'm like, whoops. And then if I'm out in public, I have hands Well, I mean, you can always sing happy birthday twice. That's like the normal thing to do, but. But that's not fun. No. So I'll only do it if it's fun. Yeah. The only reason I do anything in this life. Africa by Toto. Clearly. That should be your song. All right. I'll have to go over the lyrics first. But yeah, wash your hands. <laughs> yes, wash your Moral hands. Moral of this sidebar, uh-huh. wash your hands. Yeah, that makes me want to go into all these other times as well. Let's get back on. Okay. So, so the coronavirus, it's going on. Yeah. We really don't have a lot to say about it except to be careful. Wash all, your hands. Yeah. Well, and then there's, a, there's also politics are diving into it right now, which makes the situation more precarious for a lot of people to get the help that they need. Yeah. So make sure you are Just, doing what you can because even if it's easy to recover from, it might there might be extended issues that could arise from it. I mean, honestly, the bulk of the things that I've been reading is, like, from medical professionals who are just saying, like, prepare for it like you would prepare for the flu. Yeah. Prepare your house like you Mm -hmm. would prepare for the flu. Get some cold medicine. Get some Mm -hmm. soups that you can have on hand. Have lots of extra fluids stocked up. Mm -hmm. Make sure you have enough soap. Do what you need to do to prepare your house like you would if you had the flu. And treat it like it is the flu going around. Mm Wash your hands, and yeah. in between, if you need to, use hand sanitizer, but remember that hand sanitizer is not a replacement for thorough Correct. washing of hands. Yes. So, wash Just your hands. Let mm-hmm. us summarize that again with yeah. wash, your, wash hands. your hands. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. if, you, if you can manage it, don't go out if you yeah. feel yourself getting sick. I had two, two co-workers last week who were like, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to stay out of the office. Mm-hmm. I'll be remote. You can reach me, but I'm not going to risk getting anyone sick. Yeah. 
I was like, thank you. And I mean, I know that I speak, I am going to speak on behalf of the hospitality industry. Yes. That is not always an option with us. We do not have that option Mm -hmm. of staying home, but I will tell you that it is probably better that you do so you're not sick for like a month, Mm -hmm. like me, who was sick the entire (laughs) month of February. So take two days off to be sick if you can. Yeah. Well, budget out for it and make it happen. Stay away from people as long as you could be contagious. Yeah. Which is usually, I think, the first 24 hours for like a cold. A little bit longer for a flu, and then other sinus issues is usually three days, yeah. I believe. With but. me, I stayed home the day after I had, like, a fever. Uh-huh. Because I had a fever, like, the night when I went home after okay. work. Oh. So I stayed home the next day, and uh-huh. then I was already scheduled off two days later that week. So uh-huh. I st- stayed home those two days. Okay. And then my next scheduled day off is when I went to the doctor again. Uh-huh. And got antibiotics, so I stayed home the next day, so that way I had the antibiotics in my system for at least twenty four okay. hours oh, before good. I went back to work. That's smart because that's yeah. how long it takes for your antibiotics to be like fully effective. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, so that's good to know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, try to get those into your system as much as possible and make sure that's working, and just do what you can when you can. Don't cough in people's faces. So, yeah. Cough into your shirt. Or your arms. Yeah. Just cover your mouths, you nasties. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. So, but going off the coronavirus, (laughs) we do need to take care of our health, which is why our broad subject for today's episode is the word of wisdom. Yay! We already covered the basics. Well, Mm -hmm. not really the basics, basics, but we covered, like, caffeine. The specifics of Hot drinks. Yes. Not so much um, caffeine, but we covered hot drinks. The taboo essence yeah. stemming from the Word of Wisdom in episode 7. Yes. What no one talks about. So if you missed any of that or don't remember it, we might touch on a few of those same points here, but you can always go back to that episode and re-listen to it. Yeah. So why not? So yeah. we're just going to go over what the Word of Wisdom is in general, and then we're going to go a little bit deeper with some of our own little research with mm-hmm. it as well. So, the word of wisdom is a law of health revealed by the Lord for the physical and spiritual benefit of his children. On February 27th, 1833, as recorded in section 89 of the Doctrine and Covenants, the Lord revealed which foods are good for us to eat and which substances are not good for the human body. He also promised health, protection, knowledge, and wisdom to those who obey the word of wisdom. Solid. Yeah. Um, okay, and yeah, so I started doing a little bit of extra research, and someone had written a thesis, I think, while they're during their time at BYU, but it's like 100 plus pages, so I clearly did not finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the essence of it was talking about the history that built up to the creation and to the, the mm-hmm. delivery of the Word of Wisdom. So this was during the temperance movement that um, it was becoming a quite a big movement during that time. A lot of ter- other churches were starting to take action, such as asking or demanding that their congregation stop doing certain things, such as drinking um, and doing other activities. And even during that time, there was a lot of um, intemperance going on during that time as well because there were a lot of situations and a lot of towns and stuff that were struggling with inebriated um, people, like, a lot. Like, yeah, everywhere all the time kind of thing. It it was a serious situation for the majority of decent society, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say at that point. And so, yeah, that ended up getting brought up um, as the church was getting built up with the prophet Joseph Smith. And so I know there's at least a story. And from what I could find, it is true. Um, the story of 
um, they were having some meetings. They would gather around for their church meetings and Emma would always help clean up afterward and she would find all of this chewed tobacco. Oh, yeah. Like, all this gross stuff that she would have to clean up. And, you know, whenever Joseph Smith walked into the room, he would walk into a cloud of smoke from all the, the pipes and everything. Because even during that time, I know we tend to visualize it very much as a manly thing, but it was also something that the, the women were doing. Yeah, they had their pipes, they had their snuff boxes, they had all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was everyone doing that all the time. And so it just created a, like, a literally dirty place to be hosting church meetings and trying to, you know, feel the spirit and to learn new doctrine and everything. And so, of course, Emma Smith was like, this is gross. Why do we keep allowing this? Like, there's this temperance movement going on. Isn't there anything that we'll be doing as well? Like, why are we still using tobacco and everything? Mm-hmm. Um, because who would want to clean up after tobacco? Yeah. No. Um, Joseph Smith ended up taking it uh, going to the Lord and asking for guidance on if members of the church should be using tobacco, if there should be anything that they should be doing in coinciding with the temperance movement. Yeah. And so after he went to the Lord, he got some guidance, he got some revelation for the church, and we received the word of wisdom. Yeah. Um, Our religion isn't the only one that has some sort of law of health. Right. Because, mm-hmm. like, Judaism follows yes. kosher laws mm-hmm. for the most part. That is correct. Um, um, Islam follows mm-hmm. halal. Seventh-day Adventists follow a lot of the things in mm-hmm. the Old Testament. That's like, right. Like, specifically, they don't eat unclean things like pigs or certain types of seafood. And oh, no kidding. So, like, okay. there are, like, there are other religions out there that follow their own code of health. So we are not alone in yes. this we're not we're not that crazy yeah. everyone else is doing something similar because we should take care of our bodies yeah simple as that so in the word of wisdom the lord revealed that the following sub- substances are harmful alcoholic drinks tobacco tea and coffee it really de- goes into the terms of hot drinks which refers to tea and coffee as latter-day prophets have taught and so the concept is that when people are purposely taking anything harmful into their bodies they're not living in harmony with the word of wisdom so illegal drugs for example can especially destroy those who use them the abuse of prescription drugs is also destructive spiritually and physically Mm -hmm. and a lot of this content right here Mm -hmm. is coming straight from the word of wisdom overview pulled from gospel topics online nice figured it'd be a good place to pull some information that is really good yeah but of course, while uh, the Lord is letting us know that some things are not good for us, there are still some things that are good for us. Do you want to share that, Tracy? Sure. So some things that the Lord has said and counseled us to focus on in regards to our bodies and mm-hmm. foods and other substances, he says vegetables and fruits should be used with prudence and thanksgiving mm-hmm. as well as within their season. The fella. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the flesh of beasts <laughs> and of fowls of the air is to be used sparingly. And he actually says that twice in verses 12 and 13. Section 89. Um, section 89, verse 12, it says, Flesh also of beasts and of the fowls of the air I have given for the use of man with thanksgiving. Nevertheless, they are to be used sparingly. It is pleasing unto me that they should not be used only in times of winter or of cold or famine. So oh. they are given to us, but mm-hmm. really the Lord would prefer if we use them as little That's as possible. It's also nice that he specified about like the flesh. So yeah. it's like 
don't eat like the whole bird don't eat the feathers or anything yeah. don't eat the beaks Both well i think it's personally have, which we have done <laughs> i mean personally yeah people can do whatever they want to but personally that's to me it's just like definitely don't do this and i don't even i never even you said to. that and now i'm like wow i definitely ate all the things and i probably shouldn't all have the in the Philippines. anyways the feet the um, eyes like oh my gosh anyways I, just, I i i did try to but i couldn't bring myself to do it while i was in china <laughs> i don't know why it's hard listen life in asia is a completely different world it really than life is in america though. it is you don't know until you've tried it okay okay um then he continues <laughs> by saying grains such as wheat rice and oats which are the staff of life. Well done. <clears throat> Jesus is the bread of life. <clears throat> Carbs are important. Um, Amen. And then there is a great promise yes. for so, everyone that keeps the word of wisdom after that. Exactly. So to those who keep the word of wisdom, the Lord promised all saints who remember to keep and do these things, walking in obedience to the commandments, shall receive health in their navel and marrow to their bones. And they shall find wisdom and great treasures of knowledge, even hidden treasures, and shall run and not be weary and walk and not faint. And I, the Lord, give unto them a promise that the destroying angel shall pass by them as the children of Israel and not slay them. Also comforting. Yeah. We're not about to die for anything silly like that. Yeah. We have the doctrine right here, just in Doctrine and Covenants. Everyone interprets it a little bit differently. That is true. And, and that's okay. That is okay. I Why? mean, everyone interprets every commandment a little I mean, bit differently. Yeah. Because everyone is like, I know what works best for me, or I know what I feel the most comfortable mm-hmm. with. Like, when we did our episode seven with Crystal. Uh-huh. I mentioned how tea has never been an issue for me because I do not like the taste of tea. Mm -hmm. And so I have always just been like, I'm not interested in tea. I'm just going to skip that part. It doesn't really bother me. But Mm -hmm. Crystal's like, I'm a singer. I need tea to Mm -hmm. like help with my throat and my vocal cords. Yeah, it has real benefits for her. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very advantageous. We started looking into a couple articles about Mm. the Word of Wisdom and, like, the history of the Word of Wisdom as well as, like, how it's being handled now or how it's being lived now and Mm -hmm. people that always have those questions of, like, is the Word of Wisdom going to change in the future, blah, blah, blah. So we read this one article in the Salt Lake Tribune by Peggy Fletcher Stack in 2017 titled, Will the Mormon Word of Wisdom Ever Change? It Has Before. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so the temporal advice was first pronounced as a divine revelation in the 1830s by Mormon founder Joseph Smith. But So it was given as a, not a commandment or, or a constraint, but as a word of wisdom. By the ni- early 1900s, though, LDS leaders moved to make their prohibitions mandatory, and now such abstinence has become a hallmark of Mormonism. Yeah. And one quote that I really liked towards the end of the article, Uh but it said, given the fact that the word of wisdom was very loosely observed with regard to alcohol in 19th century Utah, Mm -hmm. there was beer at ward parties, (laughs) and is almost completely ignored today with regard to meat consumption, only in times of winter or cold or famine, we should bear in mind that observance of the word of wisdom is not self-evident, but is shaped by LDS community norms at a given time and place. I can definitely see how community norms and society and your, like, your environment can shape your opinion on the word of wisdom. Exactly. Very much. Okay, yeah. And then I think that really ties into a lot of uh, the word of wisdom in general, whether it's, you know, just taking 
care of your body by exercise or eating more vegetables or even just avoiding tea or coffee. Um, there's a quote shared in the article from Hiram Smith quoted in 1842 and he said there are many who wonder what this can mean or the term hot drinks what it can mean whether it refers to tea or coffee or not. I say it does refer to tea and coffee. Then why is it that we are so frequently so dull and languid? It is because we break the word of wisdom. Disease preys upon our system. Our understandings are darkened and we do not comprehend the things of God. The devil takes advantage of us and we fall into temptation. And he went on to say that not only are these drinks injurious in their tendency and baneful in their effects, and we fall into temptation. But yeah, I just think it's it's an interesting point because I do go to the office, my office every day, and everyone's still like, how can you not drink coffee? How are mm-hmm. you still managing? And like, I'll come off a, a red eye and in two hours be at the office. I'll do a few big events and or drive back and forth for work or something. And they'll be like, how are you like still walking? And I'm like, I don't know. It's not easy, but I've made a commitment. And if this is what the doctrine to me means, then I, I want to follow that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important for us to understand on, on a personal level where whether it's culture norm or not, as long as we are on the same page as the Lord on what the word of wisdom means to us, then we need to do our best to keep it. Yeah. Um, going with that, there was another article that we found on fairmormon.org and it was talking about caffeine and hypocrisy. <laughs> and... I really like this quote a lot. So it says, The word of wisdom is a basic law of health. In other words, it is a good starting point. Add to this, the body is a temple scripture found in the Bible, and we begin to have a clearer understanding of the church's emphasis on being vigilant of what we ingest and on the well-being of our bodies. The standard works have many scriptures admonishing us not to defile the mind or the body. The promises associated with the word of wisdom are considered both temporal and spiritual. The temporal promise has been interpreted as better health and the spiritual promise as a closer relationship with God. And then continuing to a later portion in the article, it says a personalized interpretation of the word of wisdom oftentimes adds to the confusion of what is the word of wisdom. Our personal interpretation should not be forced on other members, nor should it be promoted as the word of wisdom. It isn't the word of wisdom. It is your personalized version that that. you view as consonant with the spirit of the word of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Keeping this in mind, when someone informs us that the word of wisdom says don't drink caffeinated beverages, he or she is incorrect. (laughs) So I love those two quotes because not only is it telling you why the word of wisdom was instituted... Mm-hmm. It was instituted for our health and benefit, obviously. Yes, and it's not a commandment, like you said earlier, to constrain or condemn us. Right. But it's meant to help us and our bodies mm-hmm. live to their fullest potential, essentially. Exactly. And then it's also telling us that we should not be impressing our personal versions of the word of wisdom on other people. Yes. Because each of us receive revelation concerning the commandments as we seek understanding on these commandments in a different way. So interpret it as you will, whatever. Do what you need to. Find your own revelation. I'm not here to tell you what to do and what not to do with your word of wisdom beliefs. But as you learn things... Apply it to your own life. You can't mm-hmm. go around and preach like, well, I know from my own experience <laughs> that Coca-Cola is of the devil oh and we should not goodness. be drinking it as a church. <laughs> so, like, just live the gospel the way you want to live the gospel. It's between you and Jesus. It's not between you and anyone else. 
Except if you have Mountain Dew, you will be excommunicated. Not true. <laughs> Not true at all. It's just but I've had a lot of people who think that. And <laughs> I like, know. You can't have this. And I'm like, I know. it's just soda. But I've also had people who are like, are you sure you should be drinking hot chocolate? And I'm like, I will throw this in your face. I will stab you before I give well, up actually, hot chocolate. Actually, yeah, I'd rather stab them than throw it in their face because yeah, I don't have my hot chocolate. Yeah, it's a waste of hot chocolate. So, yeah. I have a lot of friends that drink energy drinks. I mean, again, it doesn't say anything about energy That's drinks true. in the Doctrine and Covenants. Mm-hmm. But I know for me personally, when I've had an energy drink, I just feel mm-hmm. like my heart is vibrating too fast yes. and I feel like I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. So I don't drink energy drinks. <laughs> but Same that doesn't here. mean that I'm going to judge someone. Yeah. Who is a member who drinks energy drinks. Do whatever you think That's works for your choice. body. I just know it's too much for me. Yes. Although I do prefer when they don't drink it like right next to me because sometimes I can smell it and sometimes it smells really, really, really bad. Only like monsters and like yeah. Nas and Rockstar smell awful. Uh, I think it's Red Bull too. That's I don't pay attention to them. I'll be real. Red Bull is starting to come out with like different flavors. Oh, really? That don't smell as okay disgusting yeah. and painful on my esophagus. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't smell like it's going to burn yeah. my esophagus the whole way down. <laughs> right. So, mm-hmm. again, <laughs> if you drink Red Bull, go ahead. Do oh, it. Yeah. I We're just know not... it's not for me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but before we go too far, can I, can I share some of the cooking yes, history? Yes, please. Yes. Okay. I was expecting you to do yes, that. Yes. I, I love weird history. <laughs> and so, all right. So, in the 1920s, this came from the Salt Lake Tribune article that we referenced. A Coca-Cola executive sought a meeting with the LDS church president asking him not to forbid their product and downplaying its caffeine content. <laughs> so though several apostles wanted Grant, it was President Grant at this time, to do so anyway, the Mormon prophet demurred to the businessmen. Um, then we, um, then there's, oh, okay, sorry. Then I'm going diving into a quote. We will say that since the first presidency received assurance from the Coca-Cola company some years ago that they had practically eliminated the objectionable ingredients from their product, Grant wrote in the 1930s to LeGrand Richards. It used to be cocaine that was in Coca-Cola. Oh, yes. That was the objectionable ingredient within it. That's the big concern. Yes. It's not caffeine. It was cocaine. (laughs) Cocaine. Real cocaine. Straight up cocaine. Yes. Yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) That is what he said. So. Grant wrote in the 1930s to Grand Richards, then president of the Southern States LDS Mission, we have withdrawn our objections to its use as a beverage. Still, many Mormons continue to believe that caffeine was the culprit in the band Hot Drinks, so they avoided all colas and condemned those who didn't as not living the spirit of the law. Ugh. Yeah, not, not okay, as we discussed. Okay, so that's what happened in the 1920s, so the church has not taken a stance against that because they've been assured that cocaine is no longer yeah. in the drinks, which is, I mean, I don't... I no, feel, it's yeah, so Fast I forward to like the it. 1960s. Yeah. So, yes, fun story. <laughs> According to biographer Gregory Prince, church president of the time, David O. McKay, was at a bountiful concert hall where a friend offered to get him a drink from the concession stand. The friend was mortified when the cup he handed the Mormon leader was emblazoned with the words Coca-Cola in large letters. I don't care what it says on the outside, McKay told his embarrassed friend, as long as there's Coke on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's super cute and silly. Um, And it's just another point. And I know uh, Mitt Romney, while he was on the election trail, got a lot of crap for drinking Diet Coke. And Vanilla Um, Coke, too. And Vanilla Coke. Okay, Cherry Vanilla Coke is the best. Straight up. I don't like so good. cherry Coke No, much. I'm not a big fan of artificial cherry flavoring. That's fair. It's not It's great. not my thing. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm down for some vanilla Coke all day every right? day. Right? So good. Here for it. So good. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I just thought that was super funny. Well, and then I think he just got some crap for drinking chocolate milk. Yeah. On, in Congress or something. My only concern in that <laughs> situation is that... I hope he drink it pretty quickly because chocolate milk does not stay cold for very long. You no. have to gulp it down. Yeah. And it's not a sip and Exactly. It's not like you drink. can Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, chocolate milk is literally one of my favorite drinks ever. <laughs> Seriously, like even when I go out to like work events, I'll, I like if it's at a restaurant, I will ask for chocolate milk. I did read a lo- a while ago. I think it uh, was Spencer W. Campbell. Was he the one that used to be the Secretary of Agriculture? I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. He Did used to go to government events and parties and carry around okay. a glass of milk. Yes. Because he didn't want there to be, like, any sort of confusion about mm-hmm. what he was drinking. And so if he was carrying around a glass of milk, then everyone knew, like, oh, he's just drinking milk. Right, exactly. He didn't want to drink, like, Sprite, which could yeah. easily be confused for an alcoholic drink. Like a vodka soda or mm-hmm. something. Exactly. You can't confuse milk with anything else because nobody nope. mixes milk and mm-hmm. alcohol. Well... There oh, is, like, rumchata and, like, some oh, milky martinis, there, but yeah, um, it wouldn't be but... in a, like, a tall glass or, like, a, <laughs> like a highball glass. It wouldn't he be He probably that. was not drinking milk out of a martini cup. No. Glass, From a so. bartending standpoint, it would not be in the same glass as a mixed drink. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but, yeah, so that's actually one of the reasons I first started doing, drinking chocolate milk at, like, serious professional events where everyone else was drinking. I was like, I don't want to be mistaken for this. I've told you all, but clearly some of you forget and keep offering me drinks. Yeah. So here's this. I always now, just drink Coke. Yeah. I tend to do that now just because it's always on hand. But chocolate milk is where it's at. In another article from fairmormon.org, the article is called Silly Premises Lead to Silly Conclusions. And it refers Uh specifically to caffeine and, like, Uh the milligram count of caffeine in most drinks and other random objects that we eat. Other objects. Other foods that we eat. What objects do you eat, Tracy? (laughs) Microphones. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... In this article, like, towards the end, the author is trying to explain how it's not so much the letter of the law, but it's the spirit of the law that we are focusing on. Mm -hmm. Um, So they say, are we looking to abide by the letter or the spirit of the law? The spirit of the law says to treat our bodies well, to feed it healthy substances, and to abstain from harmful substances. Is cocaine harmful? Is marijuana harmful? That seems to be a pretty easy question to answer. A more difficult one for many is the question of the harmful effects of caffeine and the quantities that we should allow in our bodies. And I would like to say a more difficult one for many is the question of is this piece of fried chicken sandwiched between two donuts harmful to my body or is it okay? Or any other kind of like is this heavily processed food harmful to my body or is it okay and then you know the quantities of it whatever obviously that's not written in doctrine and covenants 89 no one was thinking about fried chicken between donuts in like 1830 so i just think that if we are really thinking about honoring and living the word of wisdom we Mm. can't be shoving our faces with like that new kfc donut chicken sandwich while scorning someone who has like the occasional cup of tea Mm -hmm. or you know something else whatever they might be 
separate with. It's just, if you're, if the whole point of the word of wisdom is to take care of your body, then actually take care of it. Mm -hmm. And don't act holier than thou in terms of the word of wisdom. Yeah, you don't have the right to judge people. And I think we're all working on our own path um, to happiness, to the Lord, to making it through this year. And we don't have the right to judge other people um, regarding their situations, regarding their personal revelation or their relationships with our Heavenly Father and mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Like, that's not something that we are, we, we're not supposed to get involved in that. That's not our business. Yeah. And, I mean, we might not like what other people are doing, um, but it's, that's not, that's not up to us. We don't get to control other people. Um, we need to accept that everyone else is different, that they get to make their own decisions, and we need to support them in a new way that we can. Yeah. I have a friend that mm-hmm. she and her family have decided to be vegan in their home. Yeah. And then, like, treat themselves when they go out. Uh-huh. So, essentially, they're living the word of wisdom, like, okay. yeah. very specifically. Mm-hmm. That's not, like, what their basis was, but... okay. She just knew that whenever she cooked these specific meals before their uh-huh. family decided to go vegan, that her, her husband, the kids, everyone felt better physically. Okay. Their, like, immune systems yeah. went up and, like, the chances of them all getting really sick decreased. Okay. So they decided good. from, like, a health perspective, we're going to go vegan. Uh-huh. But if there's a kid's birthday party in our son's okay. class or, like, whatever. Yeah. And they're offering, like, pizza and soda, we're mm-hmm. not going to deprive our child of that just because of how we right. eat at home. We're still going to let them have that one treat, like, once a week or once every now and oh, then. that's good. Yeah. And do this. And I think that mm-hmm. that's really admirable that for them. That is smart. Mm-hmm. And one thing that she posts at the end of the month on Instagram uh-huh. is there's like a monthly list of vegetables in season that she finds okay on like Pinterest or some other Instagram account that she follows uh-huh. and she spends the entire month trying to check off every single item on the list okay. whether it's a vegetable in season or a fruit in season wow and she goes to the grocery store specifically looking for each of those items on the list uh-huh and makes meals based off of those in season items mm-hmm. for breakfast lunch and dinner every That's single impressive. day for that month and it's really cool to see yeah. what varieties there are oh, I bet. of fruits and vegetables. I mean, I still know there, <laughs> I do, I cannot name every fruit and vegetable. Yeah. That's even in just the states. Yeah. Let alone the rest of the world. There was one that really surprised me was in season for, I feel like it was January or February. Uh-huh. It was like, it was either rutabagas or... What? persimmons or something like that oh interesting it's in season for january and february and okay her family ate a bunch of them uh-huh during the month and that's interesting really fascinating and mm. i would never have even thought about any of those no. things i love her example because mm. they're not doing it to specifically live the word of wisdom right they're members but they're not doing it for that sole purpose they're mm. just doing it for like a health conscious but, wise yeah they're doing but, what's working best for them yeah but she's been sharing like all of this information on how she's doing it, how she's finding the items, and mm-hmm. all of this stuff. So it's been really fascinating for me to learn yeah. all of this stuff over the last few months as That's our family's really been cool. going through this journey. So mm-hmm. it's a new and exciting way to live the word of wisdom. Right. That's super cool. And I think that's really something important that as singles we're trying to learn how to do to uh, to live on our own, 
to be our own people. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I first moved out of my parents' home, I was like, I can eat ice cream for breakfast. This is how I'm living my life. Yeah. Did I do that a few months ago? Definitely. (laughs) Uh, So that still happens. But there's also other times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just learned how to make or how to bake a spaghetti squash and this changes my entire life. Yeah. Like... There, there's so much that we can do that we can get creative with by like following great people on Instagram, by looking up recipes. I know there's an app where you can put down everything you've got in your pantry and mm-hmm. they'll find some recipes for you to use. Yeah. Um, so there's just so many options that we have to take care of our bodies mm-hmm. um, and to get creative with it, which yeah. is super cool. And I know that if you look on... Pinterest specifically. Oh, definitely. There are so many, so many good so many. substitute um, That's true. postings. So mm-hmm. like if you're suddenly deciding I'm cutting beef out of my diet entirely, right. mm-hmm. there are all of these posts about meat substitutes or non-meat substitutes that you can use instead mm-hmm. of beef. That's true. And that's how I learned about ground turkey and ground chicken. Okay, yeah. And that's what I've been using now. Instead, anytime that I want to make chili or if I wanted to make like cottage pies at home, like shepherd's oh, yeah. pies or like mincemeat pies or something. What is your reason then for switching? Oh, was there um, any reason? For me, curious. it was just I felt more sluggish after I ate okay. beef. Okay, uh-huh. So, like, if I decided, oh, I'm going to go and buy ground beef so I can make tacos. Yeah. After eating tacos at home, I would feel mm-hmm. sluggish and really not so great. Okay. So, I have I kind of made that connection on my own that it's the beef that's making me not feel as great. Yeah. And when I switched from beef to ground turkey, it, uh-huh. like, completely changed everything no for way. me. And I felt wow. significantly better eating ground turkey instead of ground beef and tacos. That is super cool. Yeah. And I think then even that that's another great thing that we should definitely be paying attention to while we're single because we're putting all of our attention on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm still trying to figure out what's working best for my health. I did try to do the keto diet for... I think it was like two months, like oh. a few years ago. Yeah, it was too much. Can't do it. Um, yeah, it did. It did not last for very long. But I've tried to adapt, uh, or tried to. I have tried to adopt a few of the practices. So once in a while, I'll try a different kind of flour. So I'll use like almond flour, mm-hmm. um, or coconut flour, even, or I'll just use different things that allow me to vary it up. And it sometimes it does feel cleaner. Like I yeah. know I need something. Like I can use different kinds of pastas then that are more than just flour and egg and butter kind of thing. And there's some, there oftentimes I'm realizing that those substitutes, like you said, with the pasta are sometimes uh-huh. more filling for me than actual yeah, pasta. Right. So even though it's like 89 cents a box for, mm-hmm. you know, like spaghetti or ziti or whatever. Right. Yeah. If you spend a little bit more and get like mm-hmm. zucchini noodles or get, yes, you know, so good. Like what we had today, the, the spinach, spinach and, and chive, chive linguine. Yeah, spinach and yes. chive linguine, like, definitely more filling than mm-hmm. other things. It's so, very satisfying. Yeah. It's, so. I don't know. So, it, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of things that you can do to take better care of your body, um, from trying out new foods, following people with, uh, who have great uh, cooking ideas. If you need to figure, if you have a hard time figuring out what's in season, just go to a farmer's market if you have one around. I love going yeah. to those here in Orlando. The Winter Garden one is the bomb. I haven't been to any other ones. Oh, okay. So but I really like that one. And it's it's so much fun. I came home with like all the strawberries one day for like eight bucks and I was nice. like I don't know what to, I ended up taking like two or three cartons to work because I didn't know what to do with all of them. Oh wow. So but there was so many. 
Because they were all in season and they needed to do something with them. Yeah. And it's also, it tends to be cheaper. So yeah, it is. That helps. But yeah, so that's a few things we can do. Um, we'll talk about physical wellness in another episode more, I think. Yeah. Um, but taking care of your physical wellness is also important. And then I do want to add in one thing that I've seen trending recently about relationships. Can I? Yes, yeah? share. Okay, I don't know if you've heard about this, Tracy, but there was something going around lately how some guys were talking about how they didn't want to date fat girls mm-hmm. because that meant they were not following the word of wisdom. Okay, that's cute. Yeah. Um, so if you know any of those <laughs> boys, please feel free to slap them for us. Or just laugh uh, in their face. Yeah, like, either that one. too. Honestly. I feel like if you just start randomly laughing at them, that will probably hurt more <laughs> Actually, than that's someone true. slapping them. Yes, yes. They'll be yes. like, why are you laughing at me? Stop it. <laughs> I'm not a fat kid. I don't understand. Probably oh more gosh. satisfying too. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Probably, yes. Um, but yeah, so that that was going around on some social media, some like different types of chat groups and everything. And I was like, I was just super confused about the whole thing. And then I, I finally realized what was going on. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, what kind of boys are these who are have that mentality? And really that goes back to our, our just earlier comments of how you can't control other people and what they're doing and you can't decide for them what's best for them, nor can you be the deciding factor of what it means to be a certain size. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get a judge on anything like that. Don't judge people in general. Yeah. That, I think that's really the main piece to it because that's that's not correct. That that would require a whole other conversation, oh, really, yeah. diving in. Entirely. Um, but I feel like it's important to be noted at some point and for those boys to be lapped off the face of the planet. Yeah. A little bit. And I mean, we are not authorities on health. What? You and I are not. Oh, that's I awesome. know, surprising. <laughs> I, <laughs> but like for anyone who <laughs> We are definitely like not creatures of convenience. Oh my gosh. 100%. Yes. I will not lie. There are days of the week where I'm like I do not want to cook. I'm just going to go mm-hmm. hit up this restaurant on the way home and grab yeah. something quick and easy. I had cookie dough for breakfast. Yeah. It happens. We're not the healthiest people <laughs> in the world, but <laughs> We do know the blessings of really living the word of wisdom as fully and closely as humanly possible because I know each of us has experienced it in our lives. Correct. And we're not here to tell you that you are doing poorly with your observance (laughs) of the word of wisdom and you need to get your crap together and fix it. But we do encourage you to go back, read section 89 of the Doctrine and Covenants, Reacquaint yourself with the word of wisdom mm-hmm. and ask the Lord questions. If you yes. have legitimate questions about it, mm-hmm. get that revelation for yourself so you can better understand how you will live the word of wisdom in your own life and apply it to your own life. Exactly. Search, ponder, and pray on this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do your own scripture tarot reading yes. of Doctrine and Covenants 89. Well, first you need to start there <laughs> yeah. and then go from there. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, that's ultimately what we're trying to get across. But I mean, the word of wisdom is important, um, but it's going to be important to different people in different ways. Mm -hmm. And it's important that we take the opportunity to see what value we can glean from it and how it can potentially bring us closer to our Heavenly Father. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. 
So if anybody has any great Instagram accounts that they want to make sure gets mentioned that we should be following for our health or should be shared, or if you guys know of any revelation that you'd like to share about the Word of Wisdom or anything else you'd like to share about anything that we should know, please feel free to reach out to us at any point in time. We would love to hear from you. We really do. We love it. The moment we get a message or anything, it just... Makes us so ridiculously excited. (laughs) A lot, yeah. (laughs) Very much so. So, yeah, that's everything. Thanks for listening again, guys. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Peace.